Hey everyone, Pastor Matt here. You are listening to the official podcast of the Evangelical Free Church of Canton. Our prayer is that the Word of God would both transform you and equip you to live a life unleashed for the glory of God. Our desire is that this content would not be a substitute for your regular gathering with other brothers and sisters in Christ. Instead, that it would be a supplemental boost to encourage you as you seek to follow Jesus. Thanks for listening. Now grab your Bible and let's jump into Scripture together. In transitional times, remember, 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 in transitional times it's good for us to reflect and to remember. Chuck Swindoll says, when we are about to enter a new phase of life's experiences, it's wise to get counsel and straightforward advice from those who possess wisdom and spiritual maturity. At major transitions in life, advice is needed more than most realize. All of us need to go back to the basic truths of faith at important times in our lives. We need to rehearse them in our minds and let them fill our hearts again. This morning, I want to share three points of wisdom as you move beyond high school and Kylie as you move beyond college. I tell you that when life is tough and throws its challenges at me, I have to remember these three things. I have to be grounded in these three things. So this morning's message is remember, remember, remember. And if you look in the book of Deuteronomy, we're going to look there in a moment. But in the book of Deuteronomy, it says over and over, remember this, you Israelites. Remember this. Remember. Or it will say, I don't want you to forget. Many times this remembering is remembering who God is and what he has done. And what he has commanded. So if you would turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8. The first thing that, I'm, I'm, the first thing that I want you to remember. Can I, can I have a, a phone? Thank you. How do you get this thing on? There we go. There's no clock back there. And so I got to have a clock. Sorry. The first thing I want you to remember is not your phone, but I want you to remember. I want you to remember the Lord, your God. Seniors, I want you to remember the Lord, your God. And it says it over and over and over in Deuteronomy. And if you're in Deuteronomy chapter eight. where we're going to start. I'm going to read all of Deuteronomy 8. Be careful to follow every command I am giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land that the Lord promised on oath to your forefathers. Remember how the Lord God led you. There's that word. Remember how the Lord God led you all the way in the desert these 40 years to humble you, to test you. In order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. He humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your fathers had known. To teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Your clothes did not wear out and your feet did not swell during this 40 years. Know then in your heart 
that as a man disciplines his son, so the Lord your God disciplines you. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in his ways and revering him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with streams and pools of water, with springs flowing in the valleys and hills, a land with wheat and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil and honey, a land where bread will not be scarce and you will not lack you will lack nothing. A land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Okay, I want you to hear this. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws, and his decrees that I am giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and your flocks grow and your silver and gold increase and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful desert, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of a hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the desert, something your fathers had never known, to humble and to test you so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers as it is today. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you surely that you will surely be destroyed like the nations the Lord destroyed before you. So you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord your God. I don't know if you heard these words, but it it's easy that when. When life is going well, when you're profitable or prosperous, sometimes it's easy to forget the Lord. And so the first thing I want to encourage us all is, remember the Lord your God. Remember who He is, what He's done for you, how good He is, how great He is. When you're prosperous and doing well, remember Him, acknowledge Him, bless His name. Above all, all right, when life isn't so good, remember the character of God. When you have challenges in your life and hardships, remember the Lord your God in this. Remember what kind of a God he is. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 10. And I want to look at verse 14. And on to the Lord, your God belong the heavens, even the highest heavens, the earth and everything in it. Okay, that's our God right there. He's bigger than all of this. He's created all of this. Okay, when you're struggling in life, remember the Lord, your God and cry out to him. He's got it. All right. Yet the Lord set his affection on your forefathers and loved them. And he chose you, therefore, descendants above all the nations as it is today. Now, this, this passage of Scripture, Deuteronomy is speaking to the Israelites. 
We could take God's heart for the Israelites and apply it to his children today. If you are one of his children, this is how God sees you as one of his, your chosen one, all right? And then it gives us a command here in verse 16. It says, circumcise your hearts. That's like cut away the bad stuff. Allow your heart to be fully devoted to God. Circumcise your hearts, therefore, and do not be stiff-necked any longer, as he's speaking to the Israelites here. Wow, that's a harsh word. Verse 17, for the Lord your God, this is who he is. Remember who he is. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God. That's the one thing that I want us to remember today. That's the one thing I want you students to remember, that we serve a great God. That's who he is. He's a great God. He is mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality and accepts no bribes. He defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow and loves the alien, giving him food and clothing. I love God's heart for the hurting people, for the lonely people, all right, for the outcasts. God, that, 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 that's our God right there. He has a great love for all people. And you are to love those who are aliens. For you yourselves were aliens in Egypt. And if you don't know what that aliens means, it's strangers. You're a foreigner or a stranger. You were, that's who you were in Egypt, Israelites. Fear the Lord your God and serve him. Hold fast to him and take your oaths in his name. He is your praise. Is he your praise? He should be. He is your praise. He is your God who performed for you those great and awesome wonders you saw with your own eyes. Your forefathers who went down into Egypt were 70 in all. And now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars in the sky. God is a God of blessing. When times are good, remember the Lord and honor him and acknowledge him. When times are tough and challenging, remember his character and who he is, that he is a great God. Next thing that I want you to remember is remember where you came from. Remember where you came from and remember your identity in Christ. If we don't remember where we came from, it's easy for us as Christians to be proud and to think that we're all it. But if we remember where we came from, the fact that I am a sinner and I am needy, then I will have compassion for those who are around me. If we remember where we came from, we won't have pride. But instead, we'll understand the sinner who is a slave to sin and have a heart for them. So, remember where you came from and remember your identity in Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 is a great passage of Scripture to find out who, what your identity is in Christ. And I want you to know that your identity in Christ is the most important thing, seniors. Your identity in Christ is more than anything else. And when you're struggling in life, remember whose you are. All right? Um, go to Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 1 through 7. 
as for you, this is who we were, okay? You've got to think about before you were a Christian, before you were a believer in Jesus, this is who we were. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Now, I know that many of you may have accepted Christ at a young age, but I really challenge you to think about your selfishness or the words that you used or your anger or just the sin or the addictions maybe you even had as a young age. And to remember that, yep, I was gratifying myself and my sinful nature. That's who I was. And uh, I was needy. That's who I was. Verse 4. I'm sorry, I'm going to end, end verse 3. Like the rest, we were nature, we were by nature objects of wrath. Verse 4. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. You know, when we remember who we were, dead in our transgressions, it reminds us that this life's not about me. It's about him. And that takes me back to that first point. Remember who he is. Remember the Lord your God. Remember the Lord your God. And so I think these two points are pretty important. Remember the Lord your God and remember where you came from in your identity in Christ. Uh, verse 5. Made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by grace you've been saved. Verse 6. And God raised us up with Christ. And he seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. And then I'm going to skip down to verse 11. Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles called, uh, uh, excuse me, you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the uh, the circumcision, that done in the body by the hands of men. Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel, and foreigners to the, to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you, once were, you who were once far away have been brought near through the blood of Jesus. Basically, I just want us to remember... That we were sinners saved by grace. And that's a blessing from God. And 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Remember who you are in Christ. Remember, remember, remember. The third thing I want you to remember, teenagers, is remember your mission. What's your mission? One of you seniors over there, I want you to say it out loud. What's your mission? Anybody know? Coming from Brandon Theobald to you, your youth pastor, what's your mission? I want to remind you of it today. Anybody know? Comes from Matthew 28. 
Thank you, yeah. You need to be a disciple who makes disciples, right? So Matthew 28, 18, 18 through 20, turn there. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. You guys have heard me share this and speak this over and over, and you know my heart. You know my heart. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Remember your mission. It is your mission to go make disciples. I really want to challenge you students to see that as that needs to be the number one thing that you do and spend time with other people. Talk about God. Pray with other people. Read the Bible with other people. It's really, it's really simple. Read the Bible and pray with people. Walk with people. Be excited about this relationship that you have with Jesus and share Jesus with the world. As you're doing that, do it with love. A love for God and a love for others. Mark 12, 30 and 31 says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and all your strength. And the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. That's the great commandment. So you have the great commission to go make disciples and the great commandment, I do it because I love God and I love other people. And as you remember the Lord your God, and then you remember who you are as a rotten sinner before, saved by grace, I can't help but to go tell other people who need Jesus and share Jesus with them. Students, we send you out today to go be missionaries in this world. That's what we do. I don't care where you land. God's got that all figured out. If it's in Canton, praise the Lord. If it's across the world, praise the Lord. But people need the Lord. And he's called us to be his witnesses. And he doesn't have a plan B. Okay? Remember the Lord. Remember who you were. Your identity in Christ. And remember your mission. Shoot up the last. One more, I think. But at worship team, you can come forward. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. As we wrap up this morning and we're going to sing, I want you to remember how great your God is. And I want you to commit yourself to his kingdom, not your own little kingdom. If you want to come up to the altar and you want to talk to the Lord or you just want to praise the Lord, you're welcome to do that. If you want to come up this morning and say, hey, Brandon, I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. Come on up to the front and I will have someone talk with you and pray with you. Whatever business you want to do with the Lord right now, if it's just committing your heart to Him, if it's praising Him, if it's just remembering Him, if it's saying, I want to give you my life, Lord, I want you to be my Savior, whatever you want to do during this worship song, this is your time to respond to the Lord and what He has done. Okay? Let's do that. Let's sing to Him.